found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's Friday. Here we are. Another week coming to a conclusion. Matthew, good to see you. Dale, it's always a pleasure. Got your shirt on. We are Logan Sport. Yep. And I was uh, looking at the football schedule. Oh, no. See, you've got custom made. I got, I got oatmeal on it. You should be able to sell that for a fortune. Oh, sure. <laughs> I had a stained shirt on the other day. I thought, man, I could get a lot for this. <laughs> yeah. Referring to our Heinz ketchup. Uh, they're That's selling right. shirts true, now yeah. with the ketchup stains. Right. And they're a big item, evidently. I've got plenty of shirts you can have that are stained. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, tonight, it's one of those nights, high school football, of course. Yes. Pioneer, we carry them here on Hoosier Country. Right. They go to Hammond Central. Hammond. That's a ways away. That's a haul. And they're a 5A school. A 5A school? Yeah. Gosh. So they're uh, biting off a lot. Yeah. In that uh, long road trip. So doesn't start till 8 because of the time difference. Sure. You know, so. Sure. It'll be a late start. Where's everyone else tonight? I'll be sleepy-headed. I'll be all sleepy-headed, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Lewis Cass is on your station. Yes. Over on the river. Yeah. They're undefeated. They are undefeated. And they will be playing host to the Northwestern Tigers. Oh, your old alma mater. That's right. That, I presume, starts at 7? Yes, sir. Okay. Logan Sport. They were at home for homecoming last week. That's right. So the assumption is they're on the road. So, yes, this begins a three-week. Oh, my goodness. Three weeks on the road for the Berries. Um, They're at McCutcheon tonight, then at Marion, then at Richmond. Wow. Richmond, that's a long trip. Yeah. Then they have a final home game October 7th, and then they're at Anderson to round out. All right. So yeah, three uh, three straight. They had three straight home games, three straight away games, and the Caston Comets. They of course are uh, playing now. They uh, had a big county matchup a um, not too long ago with Pioneer, and Caston uh, will be on the road on at Laville at Laville. Okay, so that's our high school lineup. For the uh, four county schools for this evening. There you go. In my material, this is amazing to me. Okay. The Queen of England's funeral. Yes. Expected to be the biggest live event on TV ever. Yeah. With no fewer than 4.1 billion people. That does not surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Expected to watch. Yeah. She'll be laid to rest on Monday at Westminster Abbey. 10 days after she passed away. Live coverage will air throughout the day, and industry experts have suggested 4.1 billion viewers could watch that funeral. If that happens, it'll smash the previous record of 3.5 billion who reportedly watched boxing great Muhammad Ali open the Atlanta Olympics back in 1996. Wow. The Queen's funeral would eclipse all other broadcasting records, including the Live 8 concerts in 2005, Sydney's New Year's Eve fireworks celebration in 2010, 
and the wedding of Prince Charles, who's now King Charles III and Lady Di. I know that that was a big thing. Yeah. That deal. All the ladies were watching Lady. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, she's so sweet. <laughs> but that's a lot of people. It is. It is. I don't know that I'll uh, watch any, but uh, people standing, uh, they, they were talking like the line to see the queen was four miles. Seriously. Four miles. Oh, gosh. <laughs> But why not? You that's, know, I mean, that's a commitment. Yeah, four miles long. It's like, my goodness, that's just, you know. And it, I guess it is history. Yeah, longest living yeah. monarch for for sure. You know, but man, that's a commitment to stand in line like that. So, a detailed rundown. All right, so the day's events. Okay, here we go. Here's how it will go. Minute by minute plans. All right. Jeez. Oh, uh, I don't even know where to start with this. The doors of Westminster Hall, where the Queen is lying in state, will close to the public at 6.30 a.m. in preparation for the Queen's coffin to be moved to Westminster Abbey for her funeral. Okay. Westminster Abbey will open at 8 a.m. for attendees who have been invited to the funeral. Okay. A procession will accompany the coffin from Westminster Hall to the Abbey. The journey is expected to take less than 10 minutes, and the route will be lined by members of the Royal Navy, the Royal Marines. The procession will be led by about 200 musicians, including the pipes and drums from the Scottish and Irish regiments. The carriage will be followed by the King Charles um, and members of the Royal Family. Wow. The Dean of Westminster will conduct the funeral service with readings by Prime Minister Liz Truss and Patricia Scotland, the Secretary General of the Commonwealth. The Archbishop of Canterbury, the Most Reverend Justin Welby, will give the sermon. <laughs> Toward the end of the ceremony, two minutes of silence will take place across Britain. Okay. The service is to end at 12 noon. A procession will then follow the coffin to the Wellington Arch near Hyde Park before driven to Windsor. Hmm. So what a day! Yeah. Um, now what? Uh, what's the time difference with us? That was my next question. Okay. Um, because you know, it's uh, I know there's a several hour time difference. Because I think the other evening it was like ten in the morning there. So right now, yeah. it's eleven twenty eight. So they're five hours ahead. Okay. So it's eleven twenty eight a.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Monday, if you want to watch the the Queens, you're gonna to have to get up early. Two a.m. ish. Because that did well. Eight is when it you know. Yeah. So I guess you could sleep in till three or four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the the bulk of it will be done between eleven and noon. Okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe ten to noon. And I'm sure our television will have it. Yeah. So. So that means you got to get up at five. Okay. Matt and I will bring our portable TV, black and white. And we'll watch it while we're. I was going to say for this show, should we just pipe in the BBC and just and just let them kind of run tidbits on Monday? That would be different. That would be. We can give our own commentary, ask stupid questions. Now, why are they doing that? We have a watch party. Yeah. We. <laughs> we could have everyone tune in. Go go tune in on your and we'll all just watch together. We'll watch it together on on Monday morning. 
What a great idea. You have some good ones. Hey. You know? We'll have a watch party. We'll have a Queen's funeral watch party Monday morning. <laughs> Crumpets. We'll put kilts on. Yeah. Oh, see that. <laughs> but yeah, it's gotta be a big event, you know, and it's um Yeah. I guess I just don't understand it because I'm not you know, but uh, it's not part of our thing. Yeah. You know? But I'm sure for those that uh, you know that are into royalty, right? It's uh, I don't know. But anyway, that's a big viewership they're expecting. Six thirty is our time. Don't want to keep going like we did yesterday. We <laughs> lost all of our time, all of it, all of it, because we weren't paying attention. No, and focused on toys, mm. which is a great topic. So with the time where it is, we'll check news with Karen. We'll. Also, take a look at our weather. High temperatures are off. We're going to have to start making our own high. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're missing it by four, five, six degrees every day. Yesterday, we I'm didn't crack 80. Okay, it was 79. <laughs> and the forecast is high was what? Like 84? 83 yeah. something. Yeah, so we'll uh, check that. And we've got more tidbits on the way. Could be a scary Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Very scary it could be. All right. As I look at the next story, another national nightmare, a looming cranberry shortage. No. Yes. A cranberry shortage. (laughs) Would that really affect that many Thanksgivings? I mean, it's always on the table, but nobody's eating it. Okay. So (laughs) it's just, uh, we'll have that and more. So uh, stay with us. This is Tidbits. Matt and I are scraping together our dollar fifty cents so we can combine for a quick pick ticket that will net us big money. That's right, because uh, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is an estimated two hundred fifty-six million dollars. Wow! Play Mega Millions for just the jackpot and get two quick picks for three bucks. Drawings are every Tuesday and Friday. Get your Mega Millions just the jackpot ticket today. Play responsibly. Okay. I just see us going in there and scraping through our pockets, coming up with a buck and a half. <laughs> that actually happened once. Yeah. Because we didn't know the cost went up. This is why we don't go out at all. This is why we never do things in public. It never goes well. It never does. No. So, as I mentioned, cranberries, <sighs> extreme drought in Massachusetts could ruin this year's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no. Now, would it really wreck your dinner? If you didn't have cranberries, do you eat them? Well, here's the deal, though. Okay, all right. All right. We, we we do get this stuff that's called <laughs> Cranberry Delight Okay, from a grocery store in Kokomo. All right. And you put that with some, was it cream cheese and some other stuff? Yeah, and it's like yeah. a dip that you okay. put on crackers. Oh, oh, oh. It's incredible. Okay. It's so good. So that could be costly. Yeah. Yeah. But you do have some cranberries. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's destroying, the heat's destroying the crop. No, no. That means cranberry sauce and cosmopolitans (laughs) are at risk. (laughs) No. As the Northeast dry spells threatening crops and the whole industry. Out of the 14 counties in the state, 10 had extreme drought, while the remaining four were only named as severe. It's a delicate fruit. 
too much rain and there's a fungus. Oh, no. But without enough water, the berries won't grow. They're grown in flood fields. You've seen it with the right. fellow standing in there with these waders. Yeah. Using fresh water, which protects the crop from frigid winters in the spring. The bogs are drained to allow cranberries to flourish, but this year the climate was dangerously dry. So if you like the red stuff on your table, you might have to sacrifice. This this may be a dumb question. Okay. And I, I don't mean it to be. Okay? All right. Okay. Is, is this the only place in the country where we could grow cranberries? I think the conditions have to be perfect. It's like growing tobacco in Indiana. You can try it. Mm. It's not going to work, probably. Right. I, mm. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I mean, maybe we could build little dams along the river since they're all gone. <laughs> we could create our own. <laughs> we'll make our and own. Try and try to grow cranberries in the river. I, you know, I don't know. This is public land. <laughs> 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 we'll have bogs of cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just build our own dams since they're knocking them down. <laughs> yes. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll take matters into our own hands. That's always worked. <laughs> All right. All right. Did you stay up last night and watch football? I, I was laying in bed and okay. I remembered, hey, football's on. So I put on my phone for a few minutes. But but you can only get it on what now? Amazon. Amazon Prime. What's that all about? Aren't you I Prime? Can't even, no. Well, then, okay. I can't pay for that. <laughs> I could watch it. It was it's great. It's ridiculous. I was laying in bed, watching my phone. It was great. Why do they got to do they that? stats going. It's pretty cool. Well, the game changer... Kansas City Chiefs cornerback Jalen Watson with an interception. Here we go. All right. And quick tempo. And picked off at the one-yard line. That is Watson out in front. Sneed to protect him as well. All the way for the touchdown. 99 Unreal. yards. 99 yards. Wow. Picked off at the one. That sounds like a Colt mishap. <laughs> Okay, just uh, so who won last night? Well, it was uh, Kansas City coming from behind. Yeah, because when I when I tuned in, they were down seventeen to seven. Yeah, and uh, Mahomes Mahomes was getting sacked, and he just heaved the ball. It got intercepted, but uh, there was a holding call and a pass interference call, oh, so that was negated. Okay, then he comes right back next play, throws a legitimate interception. And it's like, you know, he had that pouty, you know, oh, yeah. the pouty yeah. Patrick Mahomes face. he had five touchdowns last week. Yeah, he was kind of pouty last night at that point. 27-24 the final. Wow. So it was a good one. If you've got that, you pay extra. What happened to regular TV? Come on. Not all of us have that. It's back when they started putting everything on ESPN. Back in the day, if you didn't have one of those 16 and a half feet wide dishes <laughs> or you know cable if you lived in town <laughs> I just don't think it's fair Matt nah, shouldn't right. have to pay for that well. so I'll never see a Thursday night game because I will not break down and do that alright okay <laughs> someone paid 10 million dollars for a rare Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls jersey wow it's one that Michael wore during Game 1 of the 1998 NBA Finals. Went up for auction last week and sold Wednesday for $10,091,000. Jeez. They thought it'd sell for about three mil. Gosh. Do you believe that? 
Jordan wore it when he scored 33 points against the Jazz. He and the Bulls went on to win the series, giving Jordan his sixth NBA championship. Mm. And to me, you know, he's uh, the best, I think. You Were know, you a fan of his when he, when he was... No, nah, not really. I didn't like the Bulls, but... Yeah. But, you know, they were legit. Yeah, they were. were. But again, what's his name coaching them? I could have coached them. You know, I could have sat there wearing my suit and, you know, be the coach of the year. Right. I didn't do anything with those guys. Phil Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he went on to do that. I mean, you got to give the guy credit. I mean, he also did that in L.A., and he but also again, did it. Look who you got. But he, he did it somewhere else, too, didn't he? Didn't he go somewhere else to win a title? He got the best squad ever, you know? And it's like, a, I could sit there in my suit, <laughs> slick my hair. You got to have slicked hair, okay, if you're a basketball coach. That was Pat Riley. Yeah. Pat Riley with slick hair. <laughs> and you just, you know, soak it up. <laughs> you know? It's just. You act like you're the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. It'd be you and I. I'd make you an assistant. Okay, great. You can sit there. <laughs> Would you give me a clipboard? Can I have a clipboard? Yeah. Yeah. You can have anything you want, Matt. Right, cool. Okay. You're an assistant. We, we are, we're on the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> and we're winning titles. <laughs> Here's a uh, rabies warning issued. Who what? Did you pay any attention to basketball back then? Not really. Because that I, was kind of like the, the golden era. It was. It really I mean, was. It a lot of scoring back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, just think about the rivalries and the teams we had oh, yeah, back they were then. Some good ball players, you know? know. They really were. Yeah. It just, uh, but you know, I'd watch it. I was, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never been a real fan of the NBA. Right. Just, um, I'll catch the Pacers occasionally. I've always hoped that they do better, but mm-hmm. and maybe this year. It's always this, you know. <laughs> it's always next year. I, I watched a documentary on the. Uh, the Malice of the Palace, where oh, they what, 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 that was a, the year the Detroit. Pacers had a legit chance. They they were the best team in the NBA yeah. that year. Everyone seems to forget that they no one could touch them. They were by far and away the best team in the yeah. NBA that year. They they probably would have had a title. Yeah. And what happens? Yeah. Yeah. That was terrible. That was awful. <laughs> just terrible. That was Reggie's last go around. I mean, it was just. It just wasn't pretty. Yeah. So, um, thanks, Matt, for bringing back those sour memories. <laughs> no problem. A rabies warning issued after a woman brought a captive raccoon into a bar in North Dakota. What? A bartender said the woman was carrying the raccoon and showing it off to customers. <laughs> oh, I got my puppy. <laughs> the raccoon... <sighs> Uh, it says the raccoon bite anyone, so I'm presuming it didn't. I guess so. However, the North Dakota Health and Human Services Department, even coming into contact with the raccoon's saliva, poses a risk of rabies. <laughs> Give me kisses. <laughs> Give me kisses. Health officials are asking people who had contact with that raccoon to seek medical care. <laughs> The state's detected rabies in six raccoons this year. Wow. Now, what makes you do that? I don't know. <laughs> look what I found. Hey, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another final. Hey, give him a drink of your beer. See if he'll drink your beer. You know that was going on too, right? 
Let him crawl out on the bar. <laughs> Look at his little hands eating that peanut. <laughs> oh, he's washing it in the beer. Oh, <laughs> All right, here we go. A final story. All right. And it's a want-to-get-away Southwest moment. Oh, no. A homeless man verbally assaulting a Florida woman before he pulled a knife on her. Mm. The victim said she was trying to sleep near a bus stop on Fort Myers Beach. Demetrius Gladden would wake her up and begin verbally accosting her. Mm. As they began to argue, he pulled out a sizable fixed-blade knife... And continued to threaten the woman. Well, in self-defense, he grabbed a machete. <laughs> but said she walked away from Gladden. Huh. What? And again. What's going on here? <laughs> a machete. Yeah, yeah. How do you carry one of those? Because this is a knife. Well, ain't a knife. Is this is a knife. <laughs> Deputies arrived on the scene where they were able to retrieve both weapons. Well, that's good. He was arrested, faces a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. But, you know, he thinks he's got the, you know, I've got this nice-sized blade. Sure. She's got a machete. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guys in the, you know, the basement. You know, the sword collectors. Oh, the, sure. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The guys in the basement collecting swords. You know. You know the time. They get into it. Next thing you know, they're grabbing all that. Right. You know, having sword fights. Didn't we have a story years ago about a dude that hopped on a bicycle with a samurai sword? Yes. And, like, chased down another dude? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, we did. <laughs> on a bicycle with a samurai sword. Just picture it. Probably without a shirt. No one talks to me like that. <laughs> Probably without a shirt. So, Absolutely. <laughs> there you go, Matt. Tidbits to wrap up the week. Okay. And uh, we'll do it again Monday. When's the uh, fall break again? Um, middle of October. Okay. I just uh, <laughs> want to make sure I'm ready. we got a ways to go. Okay. I'll see you Monday. All right. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.